0: 30 a.m. Snooze for nine minutes. Hey, Newark. Welcome to a new week and a new theme. As you can see, I certainly recorded this early today because this week we're talking about something near and dear to most of us, and a lot of us have some pretty specific ideas about personal prayer and what it should look like. For some of you early birds, something like 5.30 in the morning sounds like a good idea, like the time when we should get up and pray before our day starts. And for some of us, like me, that would be absolute torture. We don't do 5.30 in the morning. I don't do 6.30 in the morning. If I have a choice, I won't do 7.30 in the morning. So, if not 5.30, what time of the day does work for prayer? What's the right time to pray? Well, this week, as we do a whole series on personal prayer, hopefully, we'll be able to discuss this together and figure it out. Before we launch in today's message with Pastor Stephen Beardsley, let me just give a quick reminder that you can always visit us on our website at newarkupc.info. And when you come to our website, you'll be able to find information about small groups, you'll be able to submit prayer requests, and lots of other things. So, let's sit back, enjoy the message, and hopefully I can get a little more sleep.
1: our Father, which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive those who are indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Is this what you think of when you think of prayer? I know that I sometimes do. And this is a problem when it comes to personal prayer. Hi, I'm glad to see you tonight. And I am kicking off our series this week in which we turn our attention in our overall theme of digging our own wells from the Word to prayer. You see, prayer is something that's unique. It's hard to understand. Basically put, prayer is communication between you and God. I want to say that again. Prayer is communication between you and God. It's a two-way street. Now here's the problem. We so many times hear others pray and we think to ourselves, I can't pray like that. I don't talk like that. Our translations of the Bible make it even worse. And so many of us are familiar with, for instance, the beautiful Elizabethan uh, English of the King James Version, and we try to talk like that. But the problem is, is we don't think like that. And so since we don't think like that, we don't know how to talk like that. And so many of us, when it comes to prayer, we are at a loss. We get into the routine of simply listening to someone else praying, I have a good friend named Jim Littles. uh, Many of you may remember him from his days in Newark and then also our work together at Urshan Graduate School of Theology. Jim is an amazing prayer. Amazing. Because he's an amazing articulate writer and person who speaks. In other words, his prayers do not sound that different from the way he speaks and from the way he writes. Jim prays like Jim. Now I got a newsflash for you. I'm not Jim. I don't talk like Jim. I don't write like Jim. I don't even think like Jim. I love Jim. Jim is amazing. I love to listen to him preach. I love to listen to him teach and I love to listen to him pray. His prayers in themselves are sermons and they're very Jim. They're genuine. They're authentic, but they're not Steve. So tonight, I want to challenge you that across this week, we are going to look at personal prayer. And what that means is, is this is not prayer that's in a corporate setting. This is not prayer for public consumption. This is you and God communicating. Now, I'm not going to spend a lot of time in this uh, thought tonight talking about being quiet, okay? Because being quiet is the part where you allow God to speak to you. But I will reference that in a little bit. But I want to focus my attention tonight upon the process whereby you can develop a prayer life that is personal. And the first step is throw out the King James Version language. Yes, I said it, I know. Stop trying to talk like a preacher, stop trying to pray like my friend Jim. Stop trying to pray like your friend, whoever it happens to be. Stop trying to pray like anyone but you. You see, prayer and digging your own well is about you and God communicating, and God is not interested in hearing from Jim through me. Or put differently, he's not interested in hearing me talk like Jim. He wants to hear from me. Now, I'm a great example. I mean, y'all may not like the example, but I'm a great example. Anybody have a newsflash that I'm a plain speaker? Anybody shocked that I, while I know a lot of big words, I will use slang? I will break English grammar? In fact, my children take routinely to correcting my grammar, and it's not that I don't know my English grammar, but I have found that effective communication is not always serviced by good grammar. Sometimes you got to shift it up a little bit. Sometimes you got to break some rules. Sometimes you get to break those rules to make an emphasis point. In fact, I had one classmate at Harvard who told me, she says, Steve, do you know you talk like a black preacher? Now, I have no idea what that means. I have no idea how to process that. But here's what I do know. Steve is going to talk like Steve. And in prayer, that's who God wants to hear from. He doesn't want to hear from Jim. Not when I'm talking. He doesn't want to hear from Desi or Rachel. Not when I'm talking. He doesn't want to hear from you when I'm talking. But when I'm talking, he wants to hear from me. And when you're talking, he wants to hear from you. You know, when I call people, I have a bad habit. I don't tell them who I am, particularly if I know that you should recognize my voice. Jesus told us that my sheep shall hear my voice. My sheep know my voice. And kind of implied within that is, is that he knows our voice as well. Do you know your voice is unique to God? When my wife calls my name, I know it's my wife. I I know it because it's my wife, because I'm in a relationship with her. We spend a lot of time talking. I hear a lot of things coming from her, and I know it's her. I have never gotten her confused with my executive assistant. I love Joyce. Joyce is a phenomenal lady. She's got a very sweet and soft voice, and it's great. I love it, except when I want her to project, but that's a whole other point. I've never confused the two because I have a personal relationship with both people and they're very different. While I love my executive assistant, I treat her with respect and I am very proud to work with her. She's not my wife. I've never mistaken the executive pastor, Sister Leela, I've never mistaken her voice for Regina's and I've never mistaken it for Joyce's. All of them are women, two of them are African American. Each has a different personality, but each speaks with their own voice, and each speaks with their own personality. It's their own vocabulary. Joyce is very measured, very quiet. Leela, oh my goodness, she's a machine gun, okay? Here it comes, okay? She's going to butcher words. She's going to make up words, but that's Leela. It's what I love about her. I have great fun with Leela. Me, my wife, she's going to take a long time to get out her thought. Because she is very measured. She likes to think things through. Me, I'm boom, 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 boom. Let's go, let's go, let's go. So I talk fast, I think fast, and here we go. My wife is different. It affects her speech. What's my point? When it comes to prayer, would you talk to God like you? That's my whole thought tonight. As we kick off this week's theme in looking at personal Prayer. Would you be authentic? Would you give yourself permission to be authentic? Would you allow yourself to be real? Now, do you know what that means? That means that when you hear from God, now here's the part I said I wasn't going to spend a lot of time on, but when you hear from God, do you know what kind of voice you're going to hear from Him in? You're probably going to hear Him talk back to you in a way that you need. To you, it's probably going to be a little bit of a reflection of what you need, of your personality. You see, I'm kind of thick-headed. I know that's newsflash to most of you, but I'm kind of thick-headed. I'm a bull-headed person, and I think I'm right most of the time. In fact, let me take that away. I think I'm right all the time. Occasionally, somebody convinces me otherwise, but most of the time, I think I'm right. Now, don't judge me, because the scriptures say every man and every woman thinks they're right in their own eyes. It's just a matter of whether you'll admit it or not. And there's the point. Steve is out there. Steve says what he thinks. Steve is very open. So what do you think my prayers sound like? You got it. My prayers are open. When I think God has done something stupid, do you know what I do? I tell him that. Now, I'm not telling all of you that you need to tell God he's stupid. Because some of you, you don't tell your brother or your sister, your mom or your dad, your husband or your wife, that they're stupid when they are. Me? Well, I do, sorry. So when God does something I think is stupid, I tell him. Now, I gotta break some news to you. God's a big boy. God's not bothered when we're real with him. In fact, I would argue, even with sin present, God has the ability to see the character and the person that he made. And part of who I am, even with sin making it broken and not perfect, Part of who I am is a truth speaker, and God likes that about me. So, let's come back to prayer. Our Father, which art in No! Get rid of that. That was an example prayer. We can come back to that another point. That's not how I talk. That's not the language that I use. And frankly, the King James Version, that way of uh, of the translation, that's not how Jesus spoke it either. Okay? God is looking for you to be genuine. Now, take a step back. When it comes to developing personal prayer, which we're going to focus on across the rest of this week, I want you to understand something. God's looking for you to be genuine. Now, can you be you? Now, some of you may have trouble with that. Some of you may not like who you are, and that's why you're going to have to come to peace with who you are. I've had to come to peace with that I'm loud. All kinds of people have tried to tone me down. It's not going to happen, folks. I am what I am. I've made peace with it, and God doesn't mind it. He uses it. I have five children. Each of them are unique. They have different personalities. They're different. I don't always like all that they have to bring because I'm an imperfect father. But I never try to change my children. I want them to be them. I want Vincent to be Vincent. I want Caleb to be Caleb. I want Marcus to be Marcus. I want Candace to be Candace. And I want Cassandra to be Cassandra. I do not want Cassandra being Vincent. I am not interested in Marcus trying to be Candace. I'm not interested in Caleb trying to act like Vincent or Candace. I want each of them to be who they are. So when it comes to our prayer, if you'll get a hold of this principle to be authentic, to be real, guess what? If you don't talk a lot, your prayers are not going to be very loquacious. That means use lots of words. If you talk a lot, guess what your prayers are going to probably sound like? Lots of words. In other words, your prayer is a reflection of who you are. And that is not only fine, that is what God wants. God wants to hear from you. So when it comes to praying get rid of all your preconceptions, and just talk to God. I'm serious. Just simply talk to God. Use your language. And over time, it'll change. As you grow, it'll change. As you prayed as a child, you probably used words that were not what you would use now. We really don't pray, now I laid me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. And if I die, Oh my, that's kind of dark, isn't it? Anyway, forget that. The point is, we don't pray that prayer anymore because we're not children anymore. Pray who you are now. Well, what do I pray about? Anything you want to. Well, when am I allowed to pray? Whenever you want to. You see, digging your own well is becoming comfortable in your own skin so that you have the ability to listen to God and hear whatever he has to say and you get comfortable telling god whatever you want to tell him in the way you would tell him that's it folks it's that simple so as we begin this week's series looking at prayer as another element of digging our own wells Not prayer that the preacher prays. Not prayer that your brothers and sisters pray for you. Not corporate prayer that we do all together. But you talking to God. You can pray in your head. You can pray out loud. You can pray the scriptures. You can pray your own thoughts. But at the core of it, please, please, give yourself permission to be you. And if you'll pray authentic, I promise you, your Heavenly Father will be pleased to hear from you and you will learn to hear from him and that my friends is your personal prayer life you gotta have one it's essential now before I go I want to encourage you to do two things this week across the whole week number one is I want you every time you're reading your Bible before you read your Bible I want you to take just a few moments. I don't need you on your knees. I don't need hands clasped. I don't need anything special. You do you, but I want you to pray and ask God to bring his spirit and inspire you as you read the word of God. If you will pray and specifically ask for illumination, God will then give you insight. And what we're asking you to do is, as this happens, not it's going to happen every day, but when it happens, Share your insight with your small group. Call a small group member and share something that you've learned or something that's come to you as you read and as God brought you insight. This is critical and important that you learn to put together what you learned last week about digging your own wells with regard to the scriptures along with prayer. And then we want you to be vulnerable. Go ahead and share it with a friend. Share it with somebody that's in a small group. The second thing that I want you to do is this week, we want you to call one member in your small group. And in your own words, we want you to pray a blessing over them. Pray a blessing over them. Now, some of you are looking at me right now going, you got to be kidding me. But if you've listened to what I brought to you before, if you heard me when I said, look, just be you, then praying a blessing simply means that you're asking for God to bless them. Use your own words and bless someone that's in your small group. Thanks, everybody, for being with us tonight. It's been great. Have a great night.
0: I love you all. God bless. Thank you, Pastor Stephen, for bringing that word tonight as we continue to discuss personal prayer all throughout this week. 530 does not agree with me, at least 530 in the morning. So I'm going to have to find a different time and a different way to pray throughout the rest of this week. I hope this week challenges all of you to think about your own personal prayer time. As you wind down your evening, take time to come visit our website at newarkupc.info. On our church website, as I mentioned at the beginning, you can find information about small groups, you can submit prayer requests, you can even join us and partner in your giving. This week, as you heard Pastor Stephen mention, I hope that you engage with us as we all pray in our own time for illumination as we read our scriptures in our personal Bible reading time, and that sometime this week, you take the time to call a member of your small group and pray a blessing over them. Finally, just a quick reminder announcement, all throughout this month, in the month of May, in your personal Bible reading time, we're encouraging you to read the proverb that matches the day of the week. And also, before the end of the month, if you go to our church website, you can click on the Bible Study Contest card, and if you watch all four videos from the August 2019 Big Group Learning, before the end of the month, you can then fill out the form at the bottom of the page, and you'll be entered for a chance to win a $25 Amazon gift card, so long as you finish this before the end of the month. Thank you once again for joining, and we'll see you tomorrow night.